Welcome back, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Ramblin' Radio, episode number 72. All about planning for 2021. What a weird fucking year 2020 has been. Uh, I think we can all agree on that. No matter where you are in life, this year was pretty strange. It was one for the history books, that's for sure. But at the end of the day, when you really think about it, it's still not as bad as back in the day when things like the World War were happening. One, two, uh, bubonic plagues in Europe. I mean, that was killing off like six. I think the bubonic plague, I think that killed off like 60% of Europe's population. Do I have that right? It's not as bad as back then. Let's. I think we can all admit that too. But it's been a weird year. And before we get into how to make 2021 a better year for yourself, um, a couple of announcements. First, 10K Client Checklist, absolutely free. Go check that out. It's in the show notes or the description if you're watching this on YouTube. Uh, it's a great, it's my four-step process for landing a high-paying client and, and some of the things that you should be thinking about, some of the steps that you should be taking. And if you have higher-paying clients already, check it out anyways in case just to kind of confirm that what you're doing is 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 correct or just get some new ideas, get some fresh perspectives, right? Number two, I've got a pricing guide. I don't know if you know this, but it's unbelievable. It's only $19.99. Um, I'll put that in the description too in case you need help with pricing your client. I've got so many resources. I feel like a lot of you don't know, and I'm just going to throw them in the description because they really help. Otherwise, I would not sell them or give them away or I would make changes to them to make them better. So that'll be in the description as well. And then if you also leave a five-star written review, I want to uh, thank you. And and I do that in a couple of ways. Number one, you'll get my productivity journal. So if you have a tough time getting shit done every single day, this is my process for getting stuff done. It'll give you some great ideas. And number two is we're doing uh, an Apple AirPods Pro giveaway. So if you leave a five-star written review on Apple iTunes, take a screenshot of it before you click submit and then send it to hello at zachkravitz.com. That's all you got to do. We'll send you the productivity journal and then you will also be in the giveaway for the Apple AirPods Pro. Now, if you don't have Apple iTunes, don't sweat. All you have to do is send the review to hello at zachkravis.com or be or subscribe to the YouTube channel. Hopefully you're subscribed. If you're not, subscribe to the YouTube channel because all these new episodes are on YouTube. Hello. Hello. I'm glad that you're here. So with that out of the way, let's get into the content. Let's let's plan for 2021. Now, I made this episode last year and it's pretty much the same process, and I'm hoping to give you just a little bit extra. Um, it, it's going to be very similar to last year's episode, but I'm going to give you a little, some extra tidbits that I think um, will make it a little bit more beneficial for you and help explain some things. So the most successful people, people that you look up to, people that you see their lives and they're like, man, they really have it together. That's something that I look up to and I want to strive for that. 
most of those people, I can't speak for, for everybody, but most of those people plan their next year six months in advance. So think about that. What, what is the six-month mark? We got January, February, March, April, May, June. That's June, <laughs> the beginning of summer, and people are starting to plan for their next year. Now, if you feel overwhelmed right now because it's fucking December and you're not planning or haven't planned at all, don't worry. I, I, I have about maybe half my year figured out. Um, but I still need to dial some things in. It's just, it's just, I like to mention those things just so you're aware of what high achievers and people that are at an elevated level are doing. It's not necessarily something that is going to make or break your year, but it is important. It's important to have a plan going into the, to the new year. And some people maybe disagree with that. Some people might say, no, it's better to kind of go with the flow Going with the flow, I'm sorry, but that's just not going to cut it. It's not going to get you where you really want to go. You have to have a plan. You have to have a vision and you have to have full clarity for what this year is going to look like. You have to know what your target is to be able to hit it. And if you don't know what your target is, you're just going to be shooting your shot and, and missing and, and having no idea if you're getting closer or not. Right. So it's, it's essential that you have a plan. And if you don't, if you really don't have any clarity or any kind of vision, then you need to create a plan to, to gain that clarity. You can always create a plan no matter where you are in life, whether you don't have a plan or you do have a plan, whether you do have clarity or a vision, whether you don't have clarity or vision, you're either creating a plan to gain that clarity or vision, or you're creating a plan to execute that clarity and that vision that you have. Does that make sense? I hope that makes sense. You got to have a plan. Um, so, so I need, so I, I want to get that out of the way. That's number one. Number two is the very first thing I like to do is I like to reflect on my previous year. So that's 2020. This year was a shit show for a lot of people. It didn't have to be. I think, um, depending where you're at, I'm not talking, Again, I'm not talking mom and pop shops. I'm not talking restaurants. Um, you know, there's certain restaurants that uh, really adapted and pivoted during these times and really went all in on on takeout and, and did an amazing job. And I think that's incredible. Um, some other restaurants, I mean, I can't I can't say. You know, I'm not an expert here. I'm not a restauranteur or anything like that. Um, I just see from a outside perspective, so I have no right to be talking about those things. Um, but man, restaurants got screwed over. It was really, it was really hard to watch. There's a lot of videos of restaurant owners. Just there was a video of this woman. I, I think it went viral on TikTok. I'm not 100 sure, but she owns a restaurant here in California, I believe. Yeah, in California, and she went outside or she went back to her restaurant because it was fully shut down. And she drove back to pick up some stuff from her restaurant. And when she she rolled up, she saw that a Hollywood set had been set up with all these tables and tents. And and she was uh, crying um, and getting really emotional about how she had to close down her restaurant. And yet this Hollywood set could put up these tents. And, and our governor in California here was totally cool with, with letting that be accepted and when when she's losing everything so i've been really trying to support as many 
restaurants as I possibly can, ordering out as much as I can without being too crazy and, and gaining too much weight. You know what I mean? Uh, but I've been doing everything. It's just really sad. Anyways, that was a total side note. We really have to be honest with ourselves because the more honest we are, no matter how much it stings, and some of these things are going to sting. They're, they're going to sting. But that's where a lot of those little golden nuggets that you pick up and you, 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 you notice that maybe there's a certain pattern there, something that got you into a situation that, that wasn't a positive one or, or, or something that you thought was going to be a positive result ended up being a negative result. And you look back and even though it hurts and stings to look back on those moments, that's where all that learning comes from. That's where that failure turns into just more wisdom. You know, I, I don't know what the line is, but wisdom is just, is, is a bunch of, of, of failure stacked onto each other. These are little learning moments that happen with failure. It's a learning lesson. And you can either look at it as a failure, which most people do, or you can look at it as just a lesson to be learned. So you don't make that mistake again. And that's what a, that's really what a failure is because you get to try again, right? That's, that's the theme of, I think this year or next year, 2021 is going to be for most people. Let's try again. And 2020 was a learning lesson for a lot of people. It was a a huge wake-up call for a lot of people. You know, there's many, many people right now that realize that there's zero, there's no such thing as security. I think we can all agree on that right now. There's no such thing as security, even if you have a nine-to-five job. And and most people get nine-to-five jobs for that security. I think, in my opinion, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think there's a few percent of people that have nine to five jobs that they truly love and feel fulfilled in. And that's fucking amazing. That's incredible. I think a lot of people talk shit about nine to fives and that's not the case. And, um, you know, Bob A, our, our, our friend here at the pocket, we've interviewed him twice. He's a perfect example of someone that absolutely loves his nine to five and benefits greatly from it and still has a side thing. He's got an amazing podcast. Um, and he has his, he has his thing and it really fills him up. It's not going to be something that he does probably forever, but right now it's, it's an unbelievable opportunity. So I feel like that's a small percent. I feel like the majority of people maybe don't really necessarily enjoy their, their jobs. And, And this whole year has been a huge wake up call that there is no such thing as security. And so my take on that is learn more to create your, to create more for yourself, be able to to create revenue when you need to create revenue, be able to pivot when you, when you need to pivot. These skills are beneficial and people are starting to learn these skills. That's why my business did so well this year is because people are reinventing themselves. They're wanting to learn how to do what we're doing right now. I'm talking to you. I'm, I've got a business. I, 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 I create my own life. I've designed the life the way I wanted to design it. This is, we're sitting here, we're doing it people want to learn this and it's been a wake up call. So there's going to be more entrepreneurs than there ever have been because of this year, which is, is really cool. And some of the greatest businesses are built during times like these Airbnb was built during the recession. I think it was Airbnb. Oh man, there's another Uber. I think Uber was built in the recession. Um, there's some incredible 
businesses that have changed the way humans live that get built during times like these. So it's the way you look at it. Yeah, there's a lot of shit going on. I'm not going to discredit that and, and poo-poo that. That's not what I'm saying here. I'm just, I'm just looking at, there's a lot of, there's a lot of good things that are also happening too, but you got to also acknowledge that there's shit going on. So we have to reflect. So let's get into the actual exercises now of, of how I like to plan my year. And I've been doing this the past few years and so far I've continued to progress year after year. So it's doing something right. And I, and I, and I recommend it to you. So what we have to do is first reflect on the positives. Let's talk about the positives. Let's talk about our wins. What are our biggest wins and what are our smallest wins? The little guys that maybe you don't think about. So what I want you to do is I want you to take out a piece of paper and I want you to draw out four quadrants or yeah, four quadrants. So, so make a line down in the middle and then make a, another line, um, horizontally and a line vertically. I'm, I'm hopefully this is making some sort of sense. So you have four boxes on a piece of paper. Okay. You guys are creatives, right? On the, on the, <laughs> can't even, can't even do this on the top left corner. All right. So top, I'm not even going to point on the screen because my shit's all vertical, like flipped and, and stuff on the top left corner. I want you to list out every single win you had in 2020, every single one. It, it could even be like a negative, like it might feel like a negative at first, but could still be a win. Just, just to give you an example, maybe you cold emailed someone for the first time and got rejected. That's a win in my book. There, there's a win and a loss there. The win is you took that initiative and you put yourself out there to get rejected and not many people are willing to to do that in the first place. And then the negative is you 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 got a couple of no's from certain people. So we'll we'll get to the we'll get to the losses. Right now we're focused on the wins. So what is every single win? It could be you hit a revenue goal, you hit a you 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 launched your first digital product, you made a certain amount of money um, with a client, you got a specific client. And it's not all business too. It's lifestyle. It's relationships. You got a, a new partner. You got a, an apartment. You know, one of my one of my biggest wins this year. It could be material things too. Just to give you a couple of material things on my end. One of the one of the two biggest goals for the material section um, of of goal setting, I guess, is was to get a new apartment and and get a puppy. And and we accomplished those two things this year. So I'm going to be writing down those two wins, but those are, those are more kind of materialistic, not so much the apartment because that has to do with business and stuff, but that that'll be a different podcast episode, but write down all of your one, every single one and, and down to the itty bittiest little thing. Like I gave myself more time in the mornings to self-reflect and, and journal, write down all of those wins. All right. Pause this podcast and do that right now. I want this to be an interactive activity together. Pause the podcast and do that right now. I do this with my Creators Blueprint members. I always pause the video, do that now. Something that I talk about all the time. Okay, so hopefully you pause this podcast and you wrote down all of your wins. Good. Now, in the in the top right column, so directly next to the the column that you wrote down or the box that you wrote down all of your wins, in the in the in the right side box, I want you to write down all the lessons that you learned from those wins. So each individual win, what did you learn from that win? 
So if you launched your first digital product, what was the lesson you learned? Maybe you, you had, um, um, maybe, maybe you felt like an imposter, like who am I to be teaching this when there's a million other people teaching this screw that I, I deserve to be able to teach this. I'm passionate about teaching this. I'm going to go in. I can provide an impact to people that maybe those other people aren't providing. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to share this message and, and produce this product and launch it to people and sell it. That's a huge lesson to be learned because you went ahead and you did it. And even if it wasn't maybe a success, you went ahead and did that. And there's a, there's always a lesson to be learned there. So write down, pause, the, pause the podcast again, write down every single lesson that you learned with each individual win. Do that now. All right. So hopefully you did it. I'm going to keep moving. Uh, and I, I think you know where I'm going with this now in the bottom left-hand box, what I want you to do is write down every single loss of 2020. And this is where the stinging occurs. So maybe you did get uh, a couple of, of rejections or, or a few no's from potential clients. Maybe your first product launch wasn't as good as you thought it would be and you thought it was going to be better. Write down those losses. So pause the podcast, write down all those losses. Hopefully you've done that. We're going to move on. After you've written down your losses, even the, even the small ones, big ones and small ones, uh, relationships, overall health and wellness. Oh my God, I almost forgot about that. We've been, I mean, here in, in California, all the gyms or in Los Angeles, all the gyms have been shut down. That, that's been a huge loss for me. Um, I'm going to be writing that down in big, fat, bold letters like, take care of your health, buddy. Um, even though now that I'm recording this, um, I, I have been and I feel really good and I've been super consistent with some things, which I'll share maybe in the future. But write down write down those those lessons that you learned from those losses. And this is really where the magic is going to happen. Okay. Write down those losses. Write them down. Write them down. Think about them. Pause the podcast. What did you learn with each with with each loss that you had? What did you learn during the time that you got rejected from those those clients? What did you learn from maybe not getting a certain higher paying client that you've that you wanted to get? What did you learn from not doing a a as big as a a product launch that you wanted to do? Maybe maybe you sell LUTs presets or After Effects templates and no one's buying them. Why, why aren't they buying them? What, what are the lessons there? Why, what's going on there? Write down those lessons. All right, pause, pause the podcast. Do that right now. I'm doing this too. I'm, I'm with you right here. Pause the podcast. Do that now. All right. Once you have that all written down, I want you to crumple up that piece of paper and light it on fire and fucking forget about it. <laughs> I'm dead serious. I want you to light that shit on fire and and don't throw it in the garbage or, or don't set your house on fire. Put it put it do it outside. Do it maybe you have a fireplace. Throw it in the fire. Just freaking eliminate it and let's move on. You've you've taken the lessons you you needed to learn. Now it's time to move on and take those lessons and implement them into 2021. Trust me, you won't forget. You have them right here. That's all you needed to do. Now toss that piece of paper into a fire and flame that motherfucker. <laughs> okay. I'm swearing a lot today. Sorry. Okay. So now we've reflected 2020. It's time to plan for 2021. This is how I do it. 
we have to come up with a plan. The first thing I like to do is set three big goals. No more. You could do less. Totally cool with you doing less. I think I think two is okay. One is I think you need to dream a little bigger and and think about some things. And again, this is not just business here. This is business. This is life. This is health. This is relationship. This is maybe has to do with sports. You know, that I guess you could throw that into to health and maybe lifestyle. I don't know, but it's more than just business here. Three big goals. Usually one of those goals I recommend should be a revenue goal. Uh, another goal should should be about impact, about serving. And then another goal could be materialistic. So I would I would try to hit a a range here. And I say you should have some materialistic goals. You got to, you know, why, why are you doing this at the end of the day? Yeah, it's to serve people, but you have to serve yourself too. I think a lot of people shy away from like wanting to get a Lamborghini, like get the Lamborghini or, or, or just any type of materialistic thing. Like it's okay to want stuff. You don't, you don't need to feel bad about it. If you want it, go get it. Um, write it down. I don't think that should be the main priority but that should definitely be a focus if you freaking want that thing. Absolutely. So, so usually it's like a revenue goal. It's an impact serving goal. And I think a lot of people get weird about money too. You know, people say, Hey, fuck the money. You know, I don't care about the money. It's all about the passion. It's all about the art. It's all about the creativity. Yeah. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. If you have a creative business, it needs money to thrive. You have to make money at the end of the day. Now, I think where people maybe maybe I'm interpreting that wrong, and people are saying, you know, screw the money because the money will come later. Yeah, that's that's true. You got the money stuff is is a byproduct of the impact that you have on people, right? So you have to focus on the impact. You have to focus on serving. That the money becomes the the byproduct of those things and your happiness and your fulfillment and all those different different things, right? But your business needs money. You have to make money to to thrive. And not only does your business need money to thrive and actually produce a lifestyle that you want and get freedom back, you need it to solve problems as well. There's problems that are going to pop up. There's things that are going to pop up and money gives you that flexibility to solve problems very easily, very quickly. So it's an important thing and it needs to be on your list. Absolutely. Don't shy away from it. So, so pick three goals. I wouldn't pick more than that because you don't want to overwhelm yourself. That's another thing about planning out your year and these new year resolutions like it sounds good on paper at first, but then as you try to execute it, it's like it just becomes this overwhelming thing and then and then it fizzles away and it it's it's gone, it's done. You know, how many times I mean you're you're probably just sick and tired of all the new year resolutions. You're probably like me where you just don't you just don't give a shit about it anymore. Like it's it's old news. Like what even is a year? What what is time, right? <laughs> we could go down a deep deep fucking rabbit hole right now. But there's literally there's no such thing as as time. Uh humans have created this thing called time. We could go real deep. I'm not I'm not going to go there this podcast, but like I was saying, it's key, absolutely key to not overwhelm yourself. So three goals, that's it, three goals. 
okay? Write those down. Pause the podcast. Write those down. Three big goals. Revenue number. Some type of impact. I'm going to build this audience of a thousand people, five thousand people. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put out this type of content consistently week after week. I'm, I'm setting out to do this. You know, it could be something like that. That's impact and serving because you're putting stuff out there for people, right? Um, it can be something along those lines, and then maybe something materialistic like. I really want to move to a new apartment or um, I, I, I really want to get a new car this year. I'm up for a new car, whatever, a car, a, a watch, a purse, you know, whatever. Um, something materialist doesn't have to be an item could be could, could just be a relationship, whatever. I think you get where, where I'm going with this. All right. So we got that. Now we have our three. We have our three big goals. The next thing that we need to do is create three domino goals. What is a domino goal, you ask? Glad you asked. A domino goal is another goal that's related to our big goals that will help you accomplish the big goal. Let me give you an example. Let's say your revenue goal is to make $100,000 in 2021. A domino goal would be to get your first 10K client. See what we did there? Let's give you another example. I want to build a podcast and interview amazing guests and and get it up to 100,000 downloads at the end of the year. A domino goal would be I'm going to find someone to interview that really scares me, that intimidates me once a month. Something really tangible. It's got to be tangible. It's got to be simple. It's got to be once you accomplish it, you know you've accomplished it. That's a domino goal, and those domino goals are going to help you achieve your your bigger goals. So pause the podcast. Hopefully, you've written down your three big goals. Think about your domino goals now for each and every big goal. Write down one domino goal that's going to help you achieve one of those big goals. Pause the podcast. Do that now. Okay? Hopefully... You've done that. It's time to move on. We're, we're moving. Hopefully, we're moving quickly here. The next thing I like to do is I like to come up with three intentions for the year. Three intentions. Again, nothing more. We're not overwhelming ourselves here. We're making things really, really simple, tangible, easy, fun, light, right? Three intentions. What the hell does that mean? So, in order to achieve those three big goals, you have to become someone that you're not being right now because what got you here is not going to get you there. I've talked about this. A lot of people talk about this, right? What got you here is not going to get you there. You have to become the person now. You have to become that individual that has those things that you want right now. That's the fastest way to get wherever it is that you want to go. I just solved all your life problems. Isn't this fun? So three intentions. Who is that person? What types of character traits? What? Wh- who do you have to become in order to uh, obtain those things? It could be confidence. If, is, is the person that has the 100,000 downloads on the podcast or $100,000 in revenue or whatever it is, is that person not confident? Can you even be not confident and and achieve those things? 
Probably not. So you got to be confident. So that could be an intention. I'm going to be more confident this year. I'm really going to step out of my shell and start getting more uncomfortable and being someone that people look up to or something like that, right? I think last year for me, just to give you some examples, uh, was to be more confident in my story. Uh, one of the problems that I had was I'm from the Midwest. I'm just a normal white kid, no serious trauma, no epic, crazy comeback story, um, you know, nothing really that I, I just thought I, I wasn't special and, and my story didn't matter. And so that kept me a little bit shut down and quiet, um, more so in person talking to people. And, and I would, I always felt like I was asking more questions than answering questions. I would always like reflect or deflect from myself and just keep talking about them. And so I wanted to be more confident in, in who I was and my story and, and what I do, et cetera, et cetera. So that was, that was one of my intentions for this year. And I think, I think I did that. I could even do even better, but who was hanging out anyways? <laughs> Nobody was. So who is that? What are those intentions going to be? You know, if you're going to grow a podcast, you know, you're going to have to step out of your shell. You're going to have to become uncomfortable. So I'm going to become more uncomfortable or or I'm going to be more vulnerable. That's going to be one for me next year because this year I felt like I kind of lost that a little bit. I wasn't as vulnerable. I, I was on the podcast, but not on other platforms. I felt like uh, I could do a better job of being more vulnerable, especially when you want to attract and grow an audience. The best way to do that is to be vulnerable because people connect with vulnerability because it's transparent, it's honest, it's it's relatable, right? It's the fastest way to connect and, and grow an audience is, is be vulnerable. So that's something that I want to do a, a better job, a better job with. So come up with three intentions. Pause the podcast again and come up with three intentions. And while you're coming up with these things, I guess you don't have to pause it right now, but as you're coming up with these things. When you come up with your big goals, when you come up with your domino goals, when you come up with your three intentions, everything here, it's important that these goals scare you, that they're a little bit like, huh, how the hell am I going to do that? Am I really going to do that? How the hell am I going to do that? That's kind of like the energy that you want around it. But here's the most important part. At the end of the day, you still have to believe that you can do it. You don't necessarily know how, but you know deep down that like, I can do that. I, I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I know that I'm capable of doing it. That's what you need. That's that's the key. Because to give you an example, and I, I talked about this on, the, on last year's podcast that I did this, one of my old goals was to get a million subscribers. When I was really posting on YouTube, one of my goals was to to build an audience of a million subscribers. And that was always like the goal. You have to, I'm going to hit a million. I hadn't even hit 5,000 yet. And like, I'm, I'm going to hit a million subscribers. It didn't happen. And the reason why is because I didn't really believe it. And so when you don't truly believe something, it's just a goal with no meaning to it because you you really deep down into your core, you, you don't believe it at all. You're not going to fucking do it. It's going to fizzle out and it's going to be, it's going to become a classic new year resolution. It's going to end up just being something that you said to your parents and your buddy and they look at you like everybody does it. So I can't, it, it, I I've, I've done it all the time. We've, we've all done it. It's all good. That's how you have to look at those things. Okay. And I'm going to wrap up this podcast here, but 
when you when you have those things and you're all ready to go, you've got your three big goals, you've got your three domino goals, you've got your three intentions, you've you've listed out your wins and losses and reflected from the year past or, or this year, 2020. Um, you've done all that. You've thrown it out into the flames. You've gotten all that. Now it's time to reverse engineer those goals. And you've heard this before, reverse engineering. What, you know, what is that? So if your goal is to make $100,000, there's four quarters in a year, right? I work in 90-day segments. So does, so does most people. We work in these 90-day chunks. It's an amazing thing because it gives you enough time to accomplish a lot of shit, but it's also, it happens quickly. So it keeps you motivated, keeps you going like, shit, I got to go. I got to go. I got to go. I got I to gotta accomplish this because the 90 days are coming up, right? So it's kind of that nice balance, keeps you on your toes, but also gives you enough time to, to really accomplish some stuff. So I work in 90 day segments. So, you know, if you, if your goal is to make a hundred thousand dollars, well, in the 90 days to keep on track, it's not linear. You're, you're not, you're not going to make that hundred K and do it in a linear fashion where you, where, where you constantly make the same amount every quarter, which would be $25,000. You're not going to make 25 grand perfectly every single quarter to hit your hundred thousand dollars. It's not going to happen, but you can, you can set that as a goal. So now, you know, okay, I gotta, I gotta make $25,000, right? That's, that's the goal for my next 90 days. I got to make $25,000. How am I going to do that? Well, reverse engineer it. If you're working with clients, okay, what's your price point? What do you want to get paid for your work? What do you think your value is worth? If you, if you had a dream project, that you would work on consistently, what's that number that you'd throw out to that client every time? Like this project's worth five grand. Okay, great. Five grand. How many clients now do you need to hit $25,000 in your next 90 days? What, what, what's 25 divided by five? That's five, right? Five, 10, 15, 20, 25. Okay, good. Five clients. You need five clients in the next 90 days to keep progressing towards that goal. Isn't that a lot simpler than saying like shit, I gotta I gotta make a hundred thousand dollars this year. There's no plan. There's no. There's nothing tangible. There's nothing simple. There's nothing easy to grasp about that. But when you break it down and say I have to get five new clients in the next ninety days, wow, that's that's I understand that a fourth grader could understand that. That's the type of language that you need to use. I don't care if you're not even close to five grand and you're just starting out. I'm just giving you an example. You got to break it down so it's simple, tangible, easy to grasp so that when you accomplish it, you know you accomplished it. And you got to do that for every single 90 days. Have a big project. What's what's that big revenue generating project that then you're going to break down even more? So how to get five, I got to get five clients at $5,000 in the next 90 days. Okay. What that's a big project. Now I've got to break that down so that I know what to do every month. And then you break that down. So now I know what to do every week. What are, what are those tasks within that project consist of? Well, you have to reach out to people. You got to leverage clients that you already have. You got to create portfolio work that matches with, with your dream client, your avatar. You know, these are all the little tasks that are necessary to accomplish those goals. It's the same thing when selling digital products, you're going to have a big, I'm going to have a launch in the next 90 days. And my goal is to, to make $30,000 during that launch. Okay. Well, 
We got to have a landing page, okay? We, we or we got to have a sales page. We've got to have some type of uh, training, or, or we got to get people interested in our product. Um, we got to have sales marketing. We, what's our messaging? What's our what's our offer? What's our what's our vehicle? What what are what are the things that we're using to sell this this product of ours? Right? There's a ton of mini projects, mini tasks. Or, or I should say, there's a ton of mini projects that go into the big project for our 90 days. And then there's little tasks that go into all those mini projects. You just have to break it down and reverse engineer it. All right. So that's how I do it. That's how I set up my, that's how I set up my whole year. And I do it in those 90 day chunks. I start at the top and we just reverse engineer and we make it super simple, but it gives you clarity. You now know what to do every single Every single month, you know what to do. And, and I like to break it down for the week. What is, what is my one thing for the week? A lot of the philosophy and the things that I talk about come from the book, The One Thing. It's, it's amazing. It's, it's similar to essentialism, if you've read essentialism. It just makes things so easy and, and simple, right? What is our one thing for the week? What is that project for the week that I have to get done to continue moving the needle towards those three goals that I want to hit. And that's kind of, that's, and, and like, yeah, of course I have my day-to-day stuff, but I'm always thinking about what is that main focus for the week? That just helps me uh, think better and, and gain that clarity. So I hope this helped. If it did, if you got anything from it, share this story, tag, tag me. It, it helps the podcast grow. It helps get it out there. If you think someone, a creative that you know could benefit from this, please share it. Take a screenshot of a point in this podcast that you really got something from or just the podcast in general. Tag my name and I'll, I'll reshare them. I'll, I'll reshare them. Just get the podcast out there if you think this could benefit someone. This episode could benefit a creative before going into 2021 because a lot of shit's going to be going on in 2021. Things are going to start opening up again. This is a great time to take advantage. People are going to be spending money. People are going to be getting back into the swing of things. A lot of a lot of stuff's going to be going down in 2021 where I think you can take advantage. So send this to a creative that you think would benefit from this. Hope you enjoyed it, and I will catch you in the next one. Have a Merry Christmas. Have a Happy Holiday if I don't get to talk to you, and I'll see you in the next one. Peace. Peace.